Hey, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. I just want to say thank you for joining us here online. It is our prayer today that today's message would be helpful and meaningful to your life. If you're in the South Atlanta area, I would personally like to invite you to come to one of our three services on Sunday at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 12 p.m. We're located at 4401 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia. You may visit our website for more information at sccview.net. Again, that's sccview.net. Thanks again for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful day. All right, well, we're continuing our series today called Breakthrough. And uh, today we're talking about how to pray a breakthrough prayer. How to pray a breakthrough prayer. You know, matter of fact, remember what we said a breakthrough was? A breakthrough is when you're facing a situation that there's nothing that you can do about it. And when you're facing that situation, there's nothing you do about it, that you know what, you have to have God to do something. And so that means there's a breakthrough, there's a change in your situation suddenly. And so that's what we want to talk about today, is how to pray that kind of prayer. Now before I do that, I want us to declare again uh, this, this coming up on the screen. Would you just read this with me? This is our declaration as we begin this year. You ready? Come on, let's read this. 2018, here we go. 2018 is my time to... Let's say it again. Come on, a little louder, a little more confidence. You ready? Come on. 2018 is my time to act. That's right, it's my time to act. And so what does act stand for? This is it. It stands for apply. I'm going to apply what I'm learning. I'm going to apply what God is teaching me. <clears throat> and then I'm going to change. That's the letter C, is change. Remember, we said that change happens. Sometimes it means that I've got to stop something that I'm doing to get better. And then sometimes it means I've got to start something to do better. I've I, I got to start doing something in order to get better. And I would just say this, that many times, you know, when, if you want to stop something, you have to start something else. And so, uh, you know, like a bad habit, sometimes you've got to stop doing this and start doing this. So I challenge you with that. And then the last one, the letter T, is teach. So we're going to apply, change, and teach. That's how we're going to change. Our lives are going to change, and that's how we're going to help the lives of others change around us. This is our year. It's our time to act. And so uh, remember we said last week how that your choices plus your habits plus time equal your life. And so if you're going to change your life, you have to start with your choices. We said, remember, your choices... Uh, you make your choices, and in the end, your choices make you. And so, so we want to get that right on the front end. So, so my question I asked last week, and I'll ask you again this week, what choices are you making that are actually taking you the wrong direction? And then what choices can you begin to make that will help take you the direction that you want to go? And so let's keep that in mind as we process. So today... Uh, as we launch into this, I'm so excited about today. I'm, I'm just very excited. I woke up very early this morning thinking about you and, and knowing what I was going to share with you. I'm excited because we're going to go into the Bible, and there's a story uh, that's in the Old Testament that teaches us how to pray the prayer of breakthrough. That means that, you know, the prayer that we believe that God hears in order that we might, He may step in on our behalf and give us a breakthrough in our lives. A change in our situation. You know, and think about it right now. Before we go any further, what area of your life do you need a breakthrough in? What is it? You know, don't say it out loud, but right now in your mind, you got that, like maybe, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your health, 
maybe it's a relationship, you know, with, a, with your parents, or maybe it's a relationship with your, with your child, or maybe it's a, a college uh, situation, uh, maybe it's a career situation. You need a breakthrough. Well, get that in your mind because we're believing God for those breakthroughs. And that's why we're fasting, by the way. We've been in this fast for, uh, for the last seven days. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Rhonda was, uh, I got so laughing at her the other day because we were fasting and, you know, we said, okay, we're fasting for breakthrough. And she was having a craving because we've been like, one of our things is giving up sodas or anything but water to drink pretty much. And she was drinking a glass of water. She said, breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Like, oh God, I'm dying here. <laughs> but anyway, so we go into the Bible here and there's a story about a king in the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. His name is Jehoshaphat. Now, how would you like to have that name? Uh, you know, maybe you had a name that was made fun of, but I'm sure his was made fun of. But Jehoshaphat was a king. He was a good king. He was a godly king. He led uh, Israel, God's people, you know, Israel. He led the Israelites well. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, something happened. The enemy always, it seems like the devil always mounts an attack toward us. And, and there was literally three uh, armies that decided to come together and, and to try to defeat uh, King Jehoshaphat. And so, listen, he had a small army, and all these threes were, were just overwhelming. I mean, there was no way that Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel could actually defend themselves against him, and there was no way. And so they found themselves in the middle of a situation that where they needed a breakthrough. And so today we're going to learn from them we're going to learn about four things from them today that's going to help you and help me pray the prayer of breakthrough. Are you ready? So let's go ahead and start with number one. The first thing is this. If you write this down, is number one is tell God, I can't do this. I need you to do this. This is so critical in a breakthrough prayer. Tell God, I can't do this. I need you to do this. Now look at the, what the verse says in uh, 2 Chronicles 20 and 12. We pick up the story. They're beginning to pray to God because these armies are coming in. Three armies are coming against them. So now they're saying, God, we got to have your help. So look what it says. It says, we are what? Powerless. We are powerless. Have you ever felt that way? Powerless. That means something's out of your control. There's nothing that you can do about it. We are powerless. Maybe, maybe they said we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. And so maybe that's the way you feel about your situation. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one of the situations where I, I felt powerless before when our kids were very little, when they were babies, and they would begin to cry, and there's nothing that we could do to comfort them. You know, like, I mean, you rock them, you try to give them a bottle, you change their diaper, you did everything, and they're still screaming. That is one of the states where I felt very powerless. Have you ever been there? Like some of you have had children. You're like, whoa, that's powerless. But I want to know, I want you to, he said, he goes on to say, he said, we are powerless against this mighty army that is attacking us. Now look, look at the second part. We do not know what to do. Let's read the rest of that together. You ready? Come on. But we are looking to you for help. So here's what I want to tell you. The difference between a regular prayer and a breakthrough prayer is this. A regular prayer is, okay, God, Lord, help me. Lord, you know, help me with my kids. God, help me with my job. God, help me with my parents. 
God, help me with my finances. Okay, that's a regular prayer. You know, in other words, you're saying, God, I, I can do something about this. You just help me. I can do this, right? But when you realize that you need a breakthrough prayer, you come to the point where you realize it's not about, I can't do anything. God, it's not about me anymore. Lord, I need you to move. God, you do this, Lord. It's up to you if this is going to happen. It takes me totally out of the equation, right? And so listen, so listen, when you pray, Lord, help me, you're really saying, God, I've, I've still got this. I just, just help me just a little bit. I got this. But there's a breakthrough prayer. God, I don't have this. I need your help to help me. You're, are you getting that? And so that's changed my whole prayer when I understand that because now it ain't God is, I need you. You have to do this. And so that is the beginning of a breakthrough prayer. Look at the next verse, 2 Chronicles uh, 20 and verse 13. It says, all the men of Judah, let's read what's underlined together. You ready? Come on. Stood before the Lord with their little ones, wives, and children. You know what he's saying there? Whenever you're in need of a breakthrough in your life, you should never stand alone. You should never, ever stand alone. You should have someone standing with you. And that's why it's important, you know, we feel it's so important in our church today to be connected to other believers so that we can have people to stand with us when we're having those very difficult times. You will never feel so lonely in your life as to when you go through a problem by yourself. And that's what the devil tries to do. He tries to isolate you and tell you that you shouldn't tell anybody. You should just keep this to yourself. And when you do, you're going to be defeated and you're going to be distraught and you're going to be depressed. And so we, that we have something around here to help you with that. And we call those SEC groups. And there, there's a catalog inside of your program. And they're going to start back up in February. And we want to give you, listen, I'm telling you first so that you can sign up because they fill up pretty quick. But this is a place to where you can have other people learn who you are and you learn who they are. And you can share prayer requests together. So we don't want, listen, I don't want any of you to go through anything by yourself. You should never do that. That's why we have these groups is called, listen, if I could do anything for you, I'd, I'd say, hey, you know, I want to be there for you, but I can't be there for everybody in this church. There's no way. But what I can do is, is get you with some people that can walk with you through the situation of life and you walk with them. And man, there's nothing like that that brings breakthrough. Amen. The Bible says when two or three of us are gathered together in his name, that Jesus says, I am there. And that's where breakthrough begins to happen. Amen. Amen. So I'm, I'm passionate about these groups. I hope that you will sign up. Okay, so they're on the back of your connection card, by the way, is an opportunity to sign up right there. Okay, number two. This, is, this one is so, so good. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? You ready? All right, here we go. Number two is listen to what God says. Look at me. Look, look at me just a second. This is one I struggle with, okay? I like to do all the talking. Right? I don't know about, I don't know about you, but how do you, when you pray, how do you do? You, do you like to do all the talking too? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so I have to learn to shut up and listen to God. I have to, I have to learn to listen to God. Now, now, how do you listen to God? That's the question. Because a lot of people will say, okay, well, God, I need you to give me a sign. God, I need you to give me a vision. God, I need you to come and write it on the wall. God, would you come and write it in the sky? No, no, no. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you how, how God speaks to you. He speaks to you through this book. 
Matter of fact, God wanted to get so much to get it right. He had it written down so we could never, ever say, well, I didn't know. I didn't get that. God, I missed that message. That cloud was a little fuzzy in the sky. Listen, you don't need a sign. You need a scripture. You don't need a vision. You need a verse. And so it's God's word. God has written it down. God's will is in God's word. And so listen, if you're only praying and you're not reading his word, you're going to miss his message to you. And so that's why we're doing these 21-day devotionals. And if you didn't get yours on the resource wall out there, please take one with you so that you can read and hear God's Word. Now, look, there's four things that, uh, four things that God says when you're going through a, a problem that is God-sized, okay? Now, it's in the verse itself, and what I've done is I went through and just numbered one, two, three, four through the verse. So you might just want to circle the numbers, all right? And we're going to read it together in the verse. So the first thing that he says... In 2 Chronicles 20, 15 through 17, he says this. This is what the Lord says to you. Okay, number one, would you read what's underlined? Okay, you ready? Do not be afraid or discouraged. Now, see how that's in the verse. That's, that's what the Bible is saying. Okay, I just numbered what he's saying. Do not be afraid or discouraged because this of this vast what? Army. army. Okay, remember this big army is coming against them. There's it's, it's three countries that are coming against them. Okay, let's read number two. What's the second thing that God says? You ready? For the battle is not yours, but God's. How about that? This battle that's out of your control that you can do nothing about. Are you, would you look at me just a second? I want to talk to you. I'm going to be the voice of God to you. Listen to this. The bat, the, that thing that you cannot control is not your battle. It's God's battle. And if you keep trying to fight God's battle, he's going to let you keep on until you get tired, Right? And so some of you today, the best thing you can realize to go is that this is not my battle. I've done all that I can do. It's out of my hands. God, this is your battle, and I'm going to watch you. I'm going I'm to keep praying, and I'm going to keep believing, and I'm going to see you do what I cannot do. Amen. That's breakthrough, baby. That's breakthrough right there. See, some of you, that's your breakthrough is when you let go. Okay, let's move on. Look at what he says. Okay, he says, for the battle is not yours, but God's tomorrow march down against them. And you will not have to fight the battle. Take up your position. Number three. Let's read it together. You ready? Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. How about that? God says, I'm going to do the work, but you're going to get on the, it's going to bless you. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to, I'm going to whip this army, and I'm going to give you the victory. And God's saying to you, you know that situation you're in right now, it looks like you're being defeated. God says, it ain't over yet. I'm not done yet. Amen? amen? I can see I'm more excited about this than you, but amen. All right. So, old Judah, Jerusalem, he says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Would you read those next six words with me? Let's read them together. You ready? Go out to face them tomorrow. Okay? And then number four, look what it says. The Lord will be with you. That is God's promise. I read all of that to you to share this with you is that God's Word, when you get in God's Word and you read passages like this, and you read the promises of God, God gave those promises to say, if I did it for them, I'm going to do it for you. 
And so you are to claim these promises. Matter of fact, I hope that you that are going through some things and you need breakthrough, that you'll take this outline with you and you'll put it up somewhere. And that one, two, three, four is God's word. It's not mine. It's not, not my outline. It's God's word to saying, hey, I'm going to be with you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged that this is my battle. It's not your battle. And that I will be with you. Amen. And we're going to trust God's word. Now watch this. Here's what I'm going to tell you. The reason I had you to reread that part where, or read out loud that part where he says, do not be afraid to go out and face them tomorrow. It is never God's will for you to run from a problem unless it's immoral or sinful. Did you hear that? It's never God's will for you to run from anything unless it's immoral or sinful. Hey, listen, the problem is and in our culture today is that we teach this culture to when things get difficult, it's quit, right? Run. Don't do it. Just quit it. I'm telling you, it is never God's will for you to run from a situation unless it's immoral or sinful. If it's not, you got to stand in there and you just got to take it, man. Because, lady, you have to understand that God is at work. And, you, and if you keep running, if the devil can get you to run one time, it's easier to get him to get you to run the second time and the third time. And some of you today have got to make up your mind, I am not running anymore. Amen. I am not I am not running anymore. I am standing my ground right now. And you know what? If I die, I die, but I'm not running anymore. And you're not running over me anymore. Amen to that. Oh no. I, I'm not running anymore. And devil, you're not running over me anymore because I'm standing my ground with Almighty God and I'm gonna stand with him. And it's God's will for you to stand and not run. When situations come, and why? Because, you know what, if you start running, you know what, if you start uh, running in your, you run out on your marriage, and it's easy, you run out on your children, then you run out on your job, and then you run out on your college career, and then, then you run out on, on your dreams, and, and then you've just spent your whole life running out on things. And don't do that. God does not want you to run. So my question to you is this. What difficulty are you running from? What is it that you're running from today? Because until you face up to that and you admit it and you stop, you can never ever have a breakthrough. That thing will keep chasing you your whole life. And today's a day for breakthrough. Today's a day for breakthrough. No more are you going to push me around. Today's a day that you look it in the eye. The second question I have for you today is there's some of you sitting in this room and I don't know who you are, but, but you're running from God. And you're never going to be happy. You are never, ever going to be satisfied until you stop running from God. You're never going to have the breakthrough. And so I would just challenge you today. God's speaking to you right now. Today's your day. Right now is the time you make that decision. God, today I stop running from you. You say, Pastor Jeff, how do I do that? Well, there's a prayer in the back of your program right here. It's called the prayer to become a Christ follower. We put it every, there every week just for people like you. So that you can say, okay, God, I'm coming to you. And all that we ask you to do is on the back of your connection card, if that's you, that you check the box and say, I prayed the prayer to become a Christ follower. So we can pray for you today. Amen? You know, and another step to that, to be honest with you, is to say, hey, I've stopped running from God. He's getting baptized. 
Some of you, you know, we have baptism coming up here in a week or so, and it's on the back of our connection card. Some of you need to start 2018 off by saying, you know what, I want everybody to know I'm, I'm all in with God, and you need to get baptized. And so I want to challenge you to do that at the beginning of this year. Okay, number three, let's write this down. The third thing is this. If you're going to pray a breakthrough prayer, the third thing is thank God in advance for the answer. Thank God in advance for the answer. So we see in the story, the, the, the armies are coming against them. They're already, there's three, it's a vast army, it's coming against them. They begin praying and saying, God, we need, we're powerless against this army. We need your help. And then God has promised them. That God said, I'm going to be with you. This is not your battle. Don't be afraid, but you still got to go out and face them. You still got to go out and face this army. But look what God does, okay? Second Chronicles 20 and 21. After consulting the people, the king, this is King Jehoshaphat, the king appointed what? Singers. Who did he appoint? Singers. He appointed singers to walk ahead of who? How would you like to be in that choir? How would you like to be in that choir, friend? And the army, they're going, listen, the, uh, there ain't no, there's three armies coming against them, right? And then this small army's going out, and, and then God said, okay, well, let's just make it a little more. And let's put the singers, let's put the choir in front of the army. I'm like, heck no, I don't want to go. <laughs> so the singers, look, so the king appointed the singers to walk ahead of the army. The sing, sing to the Lord and praise him for his holy splendor. Look, look what it says. This is what they sang. Let's read it out loud, what they sang. You ready? Come on. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures. They sang that song. That was a song right there. Give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever. That's what the enemy heard coming toward them. They didn't hear marching. They didn't hear, tr they didn't hear drum beats. They heard a, a song being sung to Almighty God. Give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. What does the enemy here come out of your mouth? Oh, I don't know how I'm going to make it another day. Oh, I don't know what this is going to do. God, I don't know what I'm going to do with this wife I got. I don't know what I'm going to do with these kids. I don't know what I'm going to do with this husband. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't that sound like us? And God says, maybe it's time. It's time maybe to put the choir in front of the army. And some of you have been fighting too long anyways. You, you know what? You've been fighting a battle that God wants to fight for you, but you've got to learn to reverse that, put the choir in front of the army. Now, I want to put something on the screen here because this is something that I want to teach you that I've learned. Look at this. It says this. Let's read it together. You ready? Come on. Thanks, thanking God. Let me start over. I just jacked that up. Let's do it. You ready? Come on. Thanking God after he gives something is gratitude. Thanking God before he gives something is called? You know what? We're good at gratitude, aren't we? After God has done something for us, we say, oh, God is good. We do, we do the little holy dance. Oh, God is good. God is good. We tell everybody God's been good, right? You didn't like my holy dance, did you? That's all right. It wasn't for you anyway. It was when God done something for me, all right? He likes it. <laughs> so you, I don't know what your dance was. Why don't you stand up and do yours? No, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but what do you do? You just, we like, oh, God done. Yes, God. But here's faith. Faith is saying, God, I thank you, Lord. I don't know what that job's going to be, oh, Lord, how it's going to work out, but, God, I thank you that you got it. 
Lord, I thank you that, Lord, my parents are going to be okay. Lord, they're, they're acting like teenagers right now. God, they're crazy. And I know they seem crazy, but God, I know you got this. Lord, my kids are trying to drive me crazy, God. But I, they're not driving me crazy because I know you got them, oh Lord. And I know you're going to take care of them, Father. This sickness in my body, it is not going to have control over me because, God, I know you got this, right? You see what I'm talking about? That's the difference. That, that's the breakthrough prayer. This breakthrough prayer and praise begins to happen. Look what he, look what he says. Now I want you to notice what happens when we begin to put the, put the choir before the army. Look what happened. The power of thanking God in advance. In verse 22 and 23, he says, At that very moment, they begin to what? Sing. And give praise to who? The Lord. The Lord. Now look what happens. When they, at that very moment, they begin to sing and to give praise. Then read those next three words out loud. You ready? Come on. The Lord, you see what happens? When you begin to praise God before the thing happens, then guess what? God goes to work. Here's what he's saying. You're working too hard at trying to make it happen. If you'll begin to praise me before it happens, then I'll go to work for you. Woo-hoo-hoo! God said, I'm going to go to work for you. You know, I have to do it. No, no, no. You put me, you put me in front of your efforts. You put me in front of your willpower. You put me in front. God said, I'm going to do the work for you. The Lord caused, the Lord caused, look, the armies of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. The army of Moab and Ammon turned against the, their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. Now look what happened. After they destroyed the armies of Mount Seir, they began to attack each other. Did you see what happened there? The three armies that was coming against them, they got mad at each other along the way. And they started fighting each other. And then after they killed the other army, the other army that was left over, they, got, they started having a fight among themselves and they killed each other. Why? Because God caused confusion to happen. God was at work. And God did what was impossible to do. And so what we have to learn to do is we must all learn to put the choir before the army, right? You know, that's, what's, that's what today's all about. That's what coming to church is all about, right? That, you say, why do you start the service with music? Some of you are like, well, I just want to hear the preaching. My friend, if you're missing the music, then you're, you're missing God's plan of putting the choir before the army. And I want to encourage you, be here to hear the music. Why? Because we're putting the choir before the army. You know, you, last night, I called my brother. He's 43, and his name's TJ, and many of you have been praying for him. He's been, he was diagnosed this summer with stage four pan pancreatic cancer. And, you know, uh, I was talking because he, he had a scan done, and I was asking, how's it going? And, and he said, listen, he said, well, it's not bad news, Jeff. He said, he said, the tumor on my liver has shrunk, but the tumors on my pancreas are the same. They're, they've not grown. And so we're going to continue the treatment. But he said, you know what, Jeff, I've learned this. And he said, every day, listen, if you were to see my brother right now, you'd see a picture of health. He's had this. They told him he'd be dead by now. They told him he'd be dead. He, that guy ain't missing a hair on his head. You know, he's, he's had all these treatments. He, he works every day. We go play golf. He says, I feel just as good as I've ever felt in my life. And, uh, and they tell him, you're dying, man. You know what? He said, oh, no. Every day I've learned to get up and put the choir before the army. I've learned to say, God, that you've got this. 
He said, every day, he said, listen, I walk in, he said, it's amazing, I walk in to get my treatment once a month. He said, I walk by people, they don't have a hair on their head, they look like they're about to die, all shriveled up. He said, I just start praying for them, God help them. He said, why? Because I've learned that if I'm going to live and I'm going to have life, i got to get up every day and say, God, you've given me this day. I want to live this day for you. And God, I, I receive life and not death. I'm going to live and not die, and I am yours, and, and God, it's going to be to your glory. And here he's been, here he's been now six months, and he's a picture of health. And the doctor said, We don't understand. We don't, you should be a sick man. Oh no, he said, Why? I've learned to put the choir before the army. Amen. Well, I'm preaching better than you're amen. I know this is better than you thought it was going to be. Number four, would you write this down? Number four, expect God to turn your battles into blessings. You see, we quit expecting God to work, don't we? As many of you, you, you don't, you don't, you know, you might whisper a prayer, but you don't really believe it. To God says a breakthrough prayer is that I begin it, God, you're gonna do it. I'm believing you're gonna do it. And that's a breakthrough. Look what happens. So we see that how that God had caused the armies to turn against each other. Now look what happens. So when the army of Judah, that's the army of Israel, so the army of Judah arrived look at the lookout point in the wilderness and all they saw were dead bodies laying on the ground as they found as, as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out and they gathered the plunder. What is the plunder? That's like all the, all the chariots that were left over, the horses that were left over, the, everything that the army brought in, the food, everything. They found the vast army's equipment, clothing and valuables more than they could carry. Look at this, it's underlined. There was so much plunder that it took them three days just to collect it all. Amen. On the fourth day, they gathered in the Valley of what? The Valley of Blessing, which got its name that day. Let's read how it got its name. You ready? Come on. Because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. Amen. In other words, here we go. Watch this, watch this, watch this. What should have been the valley of death. What should have been the valley of destruction for God's people. Was renamed the valley of blessing. Some of you right now, you feel like you're walking in the valley of destruction. But God says, I'm going to rename your circumstance because I'm going to bring you through it. And you're going, to re you're going to be reminded of this moment as the valley of blessing. The valley of blessing. You see, that, again, this is so important. This is why church is so important. Because we need a place to come to that reminds us that God is good. No matter what's going on in our life. And God used that valley, they named that valley, whenever they forgot and whenever they, whenever they was uh, wondering if God was ever going to do anything for them again, they would go by that valley and they would tell their kids, right there is where God did it, that's the valley of blessing. Right there is where God did it. And see, SEC is a place like that. Like when we come to church, you know when we come to church, you know what it is? We come, we're come to be reminded what God has already done. When, that, when we begin to hit them, when they've hit the first note on the music, you know what that's to remind us? That God is able to do anything and everything in our life and that God can bless and God has blessed us. Let me, has God been good to you? Yes. Amen. He's been good to you, right? And that's what this is all about. 
Today you've been reminded again, over again. See, if you would have skipped today, you might have forgot that God's been good to you, that he's already blessed you. I know you got problems, but he, he's already brought you through so much, and he, he's going to bring you through this too. And God's going to do the miracle. And you see, so, matter of fact, this Saturday, this coming Saturday, we're going to have what we call a Super Saturday at SEC. And that's where, like, if you want to know about our church, and there's some of you that went through our purpose classes, I want to invite you back. We're, we've changed all that up, and we're doing a Super Saturday. I want to challenge you to come out and, and learn about what's going on, what God's doing new in our church. So if you want to be a part of that, just check it on the back of your connection card. We'd love to have you come out and find out about our church. Okay, how do you know when God's blessed you? There's two things that you, reactions that you have. One, when you know God's blessed you, is that the situation just changed, right? I mean, it went from, it went from, you know what, I shouldn't be here to I've been blessed. It went from, you know, I'm not getting the promotion to all of a sudden you've been promoted. It went from, you know, it went from, you know, my kids are never coming home to they're at home now with God. You see what I'm talking about? All of a sudden the situation changes, just changes. This school, you know, this teacher that I have in middle school is driving me crazy. God, help her. You know what I'm saying? Help him. And it changes. It changes for all of us. And then the other thing that you know is that you love him more. I want to tell you um, about a blessing, how God did this for Ron and I this last week. We decided it was time to, uh, to buy another vehicle. And so uh, we started looking for, you know, vehicles on New Year's Day, matter of fact. And we were going to, um, you know, again, we were looking for a vehicle. So I, I went up to one of our car dealerships here in the area, and we saw a vehicle, but we wasn't sure about the price of it. So they were closed. So I actually, there's a salesman there that I've, I've bought four cars from through the years. And, uh, and so I emailed him. And so anyways, the next day he called me. And after he called me, I'd found out the price of the vehicle. And I said, listen, there's no need in me even coming because the numbers are not going to work. He said, oh, Jeff said, yeah, they're going to work. You know how that is. Oh, just come and drive the car, right? Just come and drive it. You know what I'm talking about? If they can get you to drive the car, you're done, right? And, but he knew me because I bought four cars from him. And so when I say, this is it, this is it. I said, listen, man, I don't want to come and, you know, I just can't do that. No, 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 come on, Jeff, come on up here. I'm, I'm going to help you. Come on up here. So we go up there, and sure enough, we get in the car and drive it. It's, Ron, it's for Rhonda, so she drives it. She loves it. And we go sit down in the office, and I'm going, okay, well, here's where it's going to be. Honey, we've got to break your heart. And I've already prepared Rhonda. I'm like, listen, Rhonda, the numbers aren't working, baby, so don't get your heart set on this too much, or I just want you to, I said, be, we're going to walk out of that office. She said, okay. So we went and sat down, and, and, uh, and the guy comes in there. And he looks at me and he says, okay, Jeff, what you want to pay for this vehicle? I said, what? He said, what you want to pay? So I told him immediately what I wanted to pay. I said, okay, I want to pay this much down, and here's what I want to pay. Because I already prayed about a number that I was going to give for a car. I wasn't going above that. And he, he went, oh, man. And now I'm waiting. Okay, you know what's coming next. Well, here you go. Now, here's what we can do, you know. So I'm ready. Here it comes, you know. And I'm getting, I'm getting ready to get my stuff to walk out or whatever I got. You know, we're going to haggle now, you know. We're going to haggle. Rhonda's getting ready to walk out. I'm getting ready for a fight, you know. We get to haggle. You know what he said to me? Okay. I'm like, what? It's okay. 
He looked at me and said, Jeff, I'm going to bless you. I said, what? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place of business. I'm ready for a fight. I'm ready to walk. I'm ready to break my wife's heart walk out the door. He said, I'm going to bless you. He said, you, you know what? You were one of my first customers here. And he had another salesman in there with him. And basically, those men gave up their commission and everything they was going to make on that vehicle and even what the dealership was going to make on that vehicle. He said, I want to bless you. And Rhonda's riding in style. Isn't that awesome? Man, I'm telling you what, you know, here I am. I'm ready to fight now. I got big tears coming down my face. Let me tell you why I had tears coming down my face. I thank them, but it was God. We'd prayed about it. We'd waited a long time. And we prayed. And God went before us. I have never ever bought a car off a car lot and come home and have equity in it. And that's what that means. He's like, listen, you know you can go and sell this car and make about seven or eight thousand dollars right now, don't you? I said, listen, brother, this car ain't being sold. God gave us this car. So I tell you that because I don't know what you need. But even something like that, God hears your prayer. And he loves you. And here's what I want to tell you. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. He did it one time for you, but he'll do it another time for you, and he'll do it another time. Why? Because when you look for God, God shows up. We're going to put the choir in front of the army. Would you stand with me right now? Let's put the choir in front of the army one more time. We're going to sing this song together. It says, he'll do it again. And I'm believing today that as you sing this song and you hear this word, listen, do you have in your mind that breakthrough? Do you have in your mind what you need a breakthrough in? I want you to begin to declare it. Let's put the choir in front of the army. You ready? Father, right now, in the name of your son, Jesus, we begin to sing this song as a praise of anthem to you, believing that you're going to do it again. What we cannot do, you're going to do. God, you're going to move barriers financially. God, you're going to restore marriages, oh God. Lord, relationship between, between fathers and sons and mothers and daughters. You're going to restore those, oh God. Lord, you're going to, our community, oh God, you're going to begin to rebuild it. Our schools are going to go up, oh God. Our children are going to be rise up and be called blessed by you, oh God. This is our year. 2018 is our year. God, do it again. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.